Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. What do you think about yourself and your abilities? Are you a I can do all things kind of person or do you let your limitations get in the way? What are your limitations anyway and are they real or imagined? In today's episode, a couple of my Fab Five sisters and I are discussing limitations. Let's meet who's here in studio. Catherine, whose mission is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help other people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. So, what are your limitations? And more importantly, how do you move out of limitation? Listen in as Claudette leads the discussion. Claudette, the mic is yours. Thank you so much, Whitney. Limitations. I used to say that I was the queen of limitations within myself. I would start to do something and then back away. I would try to fade into the crowd Because every time I rose up, every time I tried to do something or accomplish something, I experienced a lot of pushback from people around me. And then I begin to go through my life and say, you know, I I just have to live my authentic self. I have to be myself. Like spiritually, I have to grow. You know, financially, business-wise, I have to challenge myself and grow because when you're not growing, you're dying. And limitations are the main problem, whether they're real or not. And we're going to talk about that. But I have a few steps. The first thing to do is identify the limitation. Like our ego will see a limitation. It's almost like the ego just fades it back into the woodwork. It kind of just fades it back so you don't have to address it, right? And then you kind of forget about it or you candy coat it, sugar coat it. You ignore, oh, no, I'm not like that. No, we have to get very real at facing ourselves and where we currently are. We visualize that. Like, what is that limitation? What is it doing to you? Like having asper understanding within yourself to rise. Because when you understand what the limitation is, now you can overcome it. You can push, you know, you can move past it. I also get truth and that's, the divine wisdom rising up from within your soul. It is not your truth or my truth. I hear people take what I say and turn it into their truth or my truth. No, we're talking about the eternal truth 
unchanging. It's here to set your soul free from all the beliefs that aren't true. And once we're in alignment with universal law and good beliefs, we can begin to heal, right? So what do I believe that created this limitation? Why do I hold myself back? What is the truth? And for me, I wanted to be accepted more than I wanted to experience full growth at a certain point in time. And now I would rather experience full growth with less people than just be accepted in the crowd. I would rather just be authentically myself because the day I die, I don't want to have any regrets about that. So from there, most of the time, you have to set your intention from there. My intention is I'm at point A and point A kind of sucks. I'm not moving anywhere. And I want to go to point B. Point B is my desire. It's where I feel alive. It's where I'm going to grow and, and accomplish something or whatever it is, whatever the limitation is trying to keep you from doing. And we have to take that 100% responsibility that we are the ones that are accepting the limitation. We could say, oh, but Claudette conditions or this person or that or this. There's always a way out. There's always a solution. And the power of intention on that is huge. If you just begin to visualize out of the limitation, there will be a divine thing or something that happens in between the point A and B that gets you out. It just will. So I'm going to ask my sisters to chime in. Catherine Whitney, I think Whitney, you are thinking about going next. So please share. Thinking about the steps that you've offered up and I, was applying them in my own life. And then I thought about some children's stories that I think might be helpful and insightful, right? So here's the thing. We have, a, I would say there are two types of limitations. There are some real limitations, right? That There are limits to our ability, limits to our strength, limits to our flexibility, there are in reality limitations, but that doesn't mean that we can't still accomplish the things that we want to accomplish, that we can't move towards our dreams. We can acknowledge that we have the limitations, look into seeing what those are, right? Is it a figment of our imagination, right? So when people say you've got limiting beliefs, or false beliefs, are, are they false or are they true? And what do you have to get past them? So if, if they're not true, then the real limitation is the thinking. If they are true, then the limitation becomes plugging that gap or bridging the gap that, that has you not in a place where you can do the things that you want to do. So I will use an example from my life, one that I believe I've shared before, but in a different, I'll share it in a different way. So there was a time in my life when I didn't have a college degree, right? And so it is a limitation when you are looking for a job, you want a particular kind of job, and everyone says you need to have a college degree to get the job, right? So for me to pretend like that wasn't a limitation on where I wanted to go wouldn't have made any sense. The 
answer for that was to figure out how to move beyond that limitation, right? So I accept that I have it. I identify the goals and visualize where I want to go. I would develop a plan to move beyond it and then take action on it. So there were, you know, I could apply for jobs that didn't need college degrees would be one way to go. If I wanted something in particular that required the college degree, then I needed to figure out either how to convince someone to ignore (laughs) that limitation, right? Or plug that gap, bridge that gap, move forward, get a college degree and move on. So initially, I had wanted to be a lawyer. And not having a college degree in my mind, I thought was going to be a hindrance to that. Well, it turns out in the state of California, which is where I live, you don't need a college degree to go to law school. There are a a level of law schools that are called bar accredited. They're not ABA law schools, but they're bar accredited law schools. And those schools have different admission standards. And so once I found that out, I went to law school without a college degree. Well, at some point I made a trip backwards and went and got my bachelor's degree and and then went on and got a master's because I wanted to do something different after going to law school and becoming a lawyer. So the bottom line is, and you're very right about this, Claudette, is is that we have to take the time to acknowledge what is. And, and I would say that that's just a radical acceptance, right, of the state of affairs. One of my favorite phrases is, it is what it is. And so instead of pretending that it doesn't exist, just accept that it does, and then figure out what it takes to move beyond that. I wanted to share, I was thinking of, there's my own story, but, you know, let's go back to childhood a little bit and revisit a couple of stories. These are fables, Aesop's fables that I thought that I would share that sort of point this out in a simple way. So there's the story of the lion and the mouse right? And the lion is trapped in a hunter's net and it can't get out. And then this little mouse happens to come by and it sees the lions in distress. And the lion, the mouse goes up to help the, the lion by gnawing through the ropes so that the net breaks and the lion is free. And the lion's grateful, thanks the mouse saying, who would have thought that such a small creature could help a lion like me? Uh, and the, the moral of the story is that even the smallest and seemingly weakest creatures can be of great help and importance, right? And it's not about physical size or strength. It's not about intellect. It's not about skills and, and abilities. It There's always a way for us to move through if we are willing, regardless of what the quote unquote limitations are, right? Size, 
mental capacity, whatever. And we see these stories all the time in the news where people just move beyond the limitations. So I want to say, don't pretend that the limitation doesn't exist. At the same time, you don't have to own, which I think is the big thing, is you don't have to own the limitation as an identity, right? And when we don't take it on as an identity, it's just something, is just another thing to be addressed that we can move through it in a way that allows us to get where we want to go. Another uh, Aesop's fable, if you think about the tortoise and the hare, the same thing, right? And so if you remember the story, the hare is fast, the tortoise is slow, and the hare, they are having a race and the hare, you know, takes off flying, right? And leaving the tortoise far behind because the hare is overconfident. I would say that maybe overconfidence could be a limitation, right? And in this story, it turns out to be that because the hare takes a nap and the tortoise just keeps moving along. When the hare wakes up, he realizes that he's far behind <laughs> the the tortoise who is approaching the finish line and he races to catch up. And as fast as he is, it's too late. He can't get there in time. And so, again, the moral is that despite the tortoise's limitation, quote unquote, of being slower, right, his mindset or her mindset, I don't know if it was his or her, the tortoise's mindset was just to keep going. This is what I have to work with. I'm just going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And as long as I do that, eventually I get to my end result. And we have to see our limitations the same way, right? So they are only things that can stop us if we allow them to, right? And so the difference between having a limitation in your head and one in reality is simply whether or not you allow it to keep you from moving forward. And I think I have in my own life and, you know, thinking back to the stories of my childhood, see that it is simply about continuing, being persistent, being determined being willing to continue to put out effort that will make a difference in whether or not we get from where we are to where we want to be. Girl, I'm seriously gold. What you just said is gold to me. Thank you for your wisdom. I love the distinction you had about not letting the limitation become your identity because what happens is when we focus on a belief system and repeat it to ourselves over and over, we're actually creating a neuro wiring in our head. And if we do it long enough, it becomes our identity. And then it seems even harder to get out of that identity and change who we are. And, you know, unless we actually create the new version of ourselves that 
that we desire to be, we'll never get there. And, you know, so we look at the causality. What is causing this? What do I believe that is causing this? If the causality is outside, outside of you, right? Like if it's something that's happening on the outside, I still ask you to ask what you believe that's bringing that into your experience because the whole world is a mirror. And so what's bringing it into your experience? So I'll give you an example because I love your example, Whitney, on the job thing. I went into the corporate world at the age of 19. I had very low self-esteem. I didn't think I was smart. I also did not believe I was worthy of love or anything good. I mean, I just was a professional beater upper of myself. Okay. So I got a corporate job at a life insurance company, but it was a very low level corporate job. Well, I, after I mastered it, I began to train this other lady and she was a graduate and she was making almost three times what I was making doing the same thing. And I was like, something's wrong with this picture, right? And there was a VP that encouraged me to go to school and they would pay for it. And he, I mean, I will forever be grateful for him because he's the one that convinced me to be brave enough to do it. I had so many limitations on myself. So I started going to a tech school and then I, you know, series of jobs, one business closed down and I ended up moving to Raleigh and I had a goal to work for GE Financial and I knew I didn't have the degree for it. And so I, I was like, I'm getting it, but I didn't have it. And I went in as a full-time consultant doing network work. Like, you know, one of those people that run around to computers and just fix little problems here and there. I realized that was my way in, but it wasn't the position I wanted. I started to get to know the VPs in the departments and convinced a VP to rewrite the job description for me so that I could get a job and also convinced her to pay for my college. So I'm going to tell you, if I would have thought it was impossible, it would have been impossible. But I, something had shifted in me and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'll just find the way in. Right. And, that's and then the key. I begin to work. That's the key. Yes. Yes. So Whitney, you sparked that memory in me. And I just wanted to share that to go along with what you did, because you did a very similar thing. You figured it out, you know? So, so yeah. So thank you for sharing that, Whitney. Catherine, you are such a badass, my sister, Claudette. That's why they, you went in there, had a job description written for, for you, a new one, and your college education paid for you. You knew who you were. We are all powerful creators. We are all powerful creators of our reality and of where we're going. And that doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be anything to do with where we've been. And a lot of limiting beliefs are from where we've been and experiences and things like that. And I think of limitations and I'm looking at me versus me, right? I'm looking at, I'm my own biggest limitation, my primal brain, 
my fearful primal brain. And then I remember the truth. And sometimes it takes me a little while to get there. And then there's people in our lives, right, that are family members even, dear friends even, that may even say things um, that we may allow to land and stick to us and create a limitation or hang on to a identity that doesn't even belong to us that came from someone dear to us, right? And so navigating that, the primal brain, the us versus us, the me versus me, and then also the inner circles, the people in our lives, what are they speaking over our life, right? We can't control what people say over us, but what do we do with that if we happen to hear it, right, from them one-on-one or through another person? And also, I love that you brought up identity, Whitney and Claudette, because we get to create that as well, We don't have to have the same identity that once was, and we get to create that, write it. We have multiple identities within us, and they serve different situations in our life. Um, I recently, and am going through this, actually, this situation right now, and I'll just, you know, around limitation, I'll talk about a situation, you know, a more sort of micro situation in my business, a fit district. And then I'll touch on a more macro just when I stepped into doing fit district and it taking me quite some time. And I look at fit district more macro just because it's a, a bigger, I'd say life undertaking sort of business, right? It took a lot to kind of get there and it's continuing that process. So a lot of dynamics, moving parts, things like that, where Right now, a micro in the bigger dynamic is recruiting people. And I decided in my business that I want to hire three to five superstar commissioned only business development and sales people, team members, team members, sales, business development. So developing businesses within the residential communities around us, members that have come on sort of individually, and then also companies, organizations, other businesses in the area, organizations, communities to develop business with as well. So I want a specific type of person for this role. And so as I'm recruiting, I must step into a specific person to attract this person or identity. And I've been reading an incredible book called The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. And it's really about designing your business to be just that, an ultimate sales machine. And so he talks about hiring superstar commissioned only or not commissioned only, however you want to structure it in your business. Um, As a startup, I suggest seriously considering a commissioned only or incentive-based pay wherever you can do it because cash flow is a challenge for most startup businesses in the early stages. So I want to attract this specific type of person that can go in, make calls, make cold calls, step into calling CEOs, executives to do potential benefits and corporate wellness with. So it's a specific type of person. And 
I designed the ad completely different than I ever have designed a recruiting ad. I've done many. This one was literally started out superstars only. Don't even respond unless you're an overachiever. Claudette, can you imagine me writing an ad that says don't even respond and like unless you're this and like putting it out there like at that level rather than my usual, my usual go-to is like, I see all the potential and every single person I'm going to save them all. And no, that's bullshit. And that's an identity and it's a beautiful identity that serves me in certain parts of my life. However, this attracting this specific personality, a commissioned only salesperson that's going to get in and create results and cause revenue is another specific personality. So my ad had to shift and I had to go through a process of getting comfortable with even just hitting the send button. And then it became fun because I stepped into that identity of let's like a magician type identity, like Tony Robbins talks about different archetypes, right? And just like, let's have fun with this and see what kind of person this actually attracts. And it's as attracted some incredible people that now I'm starting the pre-screening process. The pre-screening process, I step into an identity that is completely different than what I would usually be, completely uncomfortable. And it's basically, okay, you responded to this ad. Now that we're superstars only, why are you a superstar? Why do you deserve to move on to the next to the interview, the next step of the process. Tell me why. And actually reject them during that because this is the type of person, this is what they're going to get on the other other end of the line when they're stepping into this job role. So I'm almost mimicking that person for them to see if they rise. You actually want them to rise and try to sell you and tell you you're crazy for not choosing them, having a little bit of ego in a good way, confidence, we'll call it, maybe even a little overconfidence in a good way where we're selling them that why they're the superstar, why we should move on with that interview. And it's completely uncomfortable and I'm stepping into it. I've got interviews lined up all day today after this and the coming days this week. So it's exciting. It's scary. And dealing with our limitations, dealing with, oh, it's just not me. I'm nice. It's too mean. What if it like ruins their life by me questioning them if that they're a superstar? And what if they're not who I know it's going to take to step into this role? And I have to say, you're not the what we're looking for. You are not, not feeling the superstar that we're looking for here. I must step into that for to get the results that I want. And we get to step into our limitations, step into the fear or the uncomfortability rather to then almost prove to ourselves that we don't have to have this limitation. We can be this person. You know, I was thinking as you were talking, Catherine, that three things came to mind is that you were creative, right? It was born of a curiosity. Catherine, if you want to turn your volume down real quick. 
So, or turn mute. So, because we're hearing a lot of road noise. Sorry. I was saying, I, okay, no, I was Disney. saying in listening to Catherine, it, it, three things came to mind that there was a, a creative nature to th- this limitation that she had identified, right? One was to be fun to try a new approach, to get curious about the possibilities. What if I just did it a different way, right? And here's what I'm working with. Here's the challenge that's out there. And how could I do this a different way? And then clarity, right? Getting really clear about what what it is she wanted or what it is you wanted. And so it made me think, what do we choose to do about what we're working with? And that's what we're talking about here, really, right? We can call it a limitation, but the reality is, here's the deck that you've been dealt. Here's the deck that you're working with. Call it a limitation. Don't call it a limitation. What are you going to do with what you have to work with? is the bottom line. And I just loved, again, these were my words that I put around, but this is what I've actually heard from both of you is just be curious, get creative and have clarity. And then you can come up the answers of how to move forward will come. They'll appear, right? Ask and you shall receive. Oh my gosh. You know what? This is amazing. Catherine, you know, the thing with Catherine is what I saw happen is she could literally, I talked to a lot of business owners because I coach executives, right? And I coach entrepreneurs and spiritual, like it's a, you know, business is a spiritual endeavor. If you think it's not, it is. Everything is. We can't separate the logical from the spiritual. If we do, we're missing half of ourselves. So and I coach them and the biggest thing I hear is, you know, it's really hard to get good employees or good work or whatever. There's a shortage. There's this. I didn't hear that from Catherine. Now she might have thought it, you know, a month or two ago, but what she kept doing was moving forward and looking for a solution, recommended the book and then said, I'm doing, you know, I'm advertising in a completely different way. I'm doing this. And could you feel the energy? Like seriously. And, and then she mentioned, well, now I have to tell people if they are superstars or not. I would say, wow, it looks like you're a superstar in a little bit different vibe than what we need here, but continue what you're doing. That's a way to encourage them. Looks like your vibe's a little different, but continue in what you're doing because you're amazing. That would be a way to, you're not hired, but don't destroy them. But <laughs> you suck completely and totally. No, we don't want to do that to people. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. So, but the energy that you've just brought to sharing this, how you went from a limitation, because with every business owner, you hire people, you go through, everyone will go through the time that they have the people that it feels like they betray you. I went through this with team members in my real estate company. And it feels like you're being betrayed. It feels like they don't care about the business. They're just using you, whatever. And it's, and we have to grow to the point that we're out of that. We're not expecting that and we're solving that problem. And, and you are. This is amazing, Catherine. Thank you. Yeah. And when I think about energetically, it's, it's just bringing a, being in a different energy with people, right? And it's truly an intentional process. And when it's intentional, 
overcoming the limitation or the, and the uncomfortability because of it, you know, you, it's intentional, you intentionally are stepping into it. doesn't feel as uncomfortable, still uncomfortable. But then I know after a couple of the conversations, I'm going to be on top of the mountain feeling good and like able to have the conversations in my sleep, but I will be awake because it's important to be present with people, <laughs> but it's all just a story in any way, isn't it? Yes. I mean, if we really realize creation and who we are, reality is fluid and it will adjust according to your belief. And this goes into the causality. So if you really believe there's a limitation, the more you believe it, there is. But I'm going to wrap this up with one thing. Whatever is true does not need to be continuously repeated. And the truth is very polite. Whatever is false will intrude upon your thinking constantly. So if you're seeking to move forward, expand, grow, become more of who you wish to be, who you see yourself being, you're just not quite there yet. That's okay. We've all done this. We've all been where we don't desire to be. And we've all uh, started to move forward to where we do desire to be and where I desire to be is ever expanding. But We've all done that. And so I would say what we can do is we can start to pay attention to these thoughts that rise up. And if the limitation keeps repeating itself over and over and over and over in your mind, that's an indication that it's your ego and it's a false thing. So, you know, if you've ever paid attention to the news, they have to repeat a lot of stuff all the time and they loop it all throughout the day. People will say, well, they're looking for content. I'm like, well, they're also kind of on the negative vibe. Okay. And whatever is not truth and expansive has to continuously repeat itself to get your awareness of it to stay in existence. So just be brave and try to stop that loop of repeating it and go, what if this limitation wasn't true? What would I do then? And that's how I'm going to end this. I'm going to turn it back over to Whitney. And thank you, ladies, for your wisdom and beauty and power. Thank you. As always, a great episode. I have so many notes. I love I love what we do. And I love that we get to... Be a resource for others, but we're a resource for each other. Right? Iron sharpens iron. And I am blessed to be on this journey with you, ladies. As you are listening to this, if you are thinking, you know, I've got some limitations in my life. That's fine. Right? It's fine. Accept what is and then decide what you're going to do moving forward right? You get to decide. Here's the beautiful thing about life. You get to decide. The quality of your choices determines the quality of your life. And so if you want something different than what you're having, limitations notwithstanding, right? Make a decision to do something else. So with that, We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you have not already, please check out our Instagram page and our Facebook group. Rate and review the show on the platform that you listen to us on. Claudette, 
I know something interesting and exciting is going on in your world. Why don't you share it with us? Yes, I want to talk about our Truth Method app. And before you go download the app, we don't have a way to purchase higher levels on the app open. It is actually on our website, truthmethod.com. But what is it about? It is about being able to turn inward to source within and access the pure knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the universe, the truth within you. It moves beyond your current understanding. We teach you how to do that. And then the truth can rise in you and you have, you have that as a guidance. This is intuition that tries to show up, but it's like intuition supercharged when you turn your awareness to it, understand universal law and start to go on this journey. It changes everything. And so our app walks you through that process. And then we, we unlock many of the mysteries of a lot of religious teachings. What's going on is super cool. I just had someone message me. She had always been afraid to fly and she just started working with apps. She's done a few coaching sessions and she's like, Claudette, I'm at, she's in another country now. And she goes, I was not even afraid in the least. And she goes, I used to imagine the worst happening and that's gone too. And she said, I feel so free. So that's what the app is all about. It's about your spirit awakening to the reality of who you actually are, your true identity, and tapping into the truth that is already part of you, one with you and in you. And it moves beyond ego. We're training ourselves to get out of ego, move to our higher self and really master this life. So that's what I'm up to, truthmethod.com. You can go look at the different levels. You can join, and we do have monthly memberships, and we would love to have you there. So thank you, Whitney. Awesome. As always, you've got great things going on. I love your app, and you will love it too. So go ahead, download the app, and let truth take you to a higher level. Also. Check those limitations at the door. Explore the possibilities, the opportunities, and the potentialities that are the gifts that come from them. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.